Clarity with Katie, episode number 26, I'm Addicted to My Phone. Hey y'all, are you looking for clarity? Then stay right here. If you think you're addicted to your phone, I want you to throw your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. Because, girl, we are going to have a party. Do you know why? Because you are not the only one who thinks that. If you've ever had the thought, I don't want to be on my phone as often as I am, or I'm on it way too much. I keep feeling drawn to my phone in these little tiny apps, and it makes me sick. I have no self-control. I've tried to set limits before. I just don't even trust myself to stick to a plan. Then girl, this episode is for you. Today, we're going to talk about why we feel that pull to get on our phones and why we love it, but gosh, we hate it at the exact same time. Is that not true? We're like, wait, I hate this. Why am I still on here? And I also want to talk to you about why we've tried to set boundaries and time limits, you know, but we never seem to follow through. Are you ready? Let's do this. So in our lives, we take on these habits and not not just our phones. It can be overeating or video games or pornography or alcohol, anything like that. We take on these habits to keep us from feeling something we don't want to feel. We are trying to escape from our lives for a moment because we don't want to deal with the emotions that are present. So we go to our phones to avoid having to feel or deal with those emotions in the present moment. And we use those things like our phones as a crutch and we believe that in doing so, we will feel better. But in the long run, we've just created a habit and what we're trying to avoid will still be there when we're done getting that hit of dopamine when we use things to buffer with, such as our phones, and it will come back again and again. So what on earth could we be trying to escape? Wait a minute. I'm not trying to avoid anything, but let's take a look at this. Why do you get on your phone when you do? And and I'm not talking about, you know, when you get on there with a purpose that helps you with whatever it is you're trying to accomplish in your life, such as work or, or emailing a teacher back about your kid's field trip or Even getting on social media for your business or for your own family memories or checking up on friends and family. I'm talking about feeling that constant pull to your phone when you are sitting with your spouse on date night, when you are getting ready to put your kids to bed, or when you are in the middle of putting them to bed, or when you feel that pull to get on it and you're in the middle of working on something. When you find yourself scrolling through your phone, when deep down, you really wish you weren't doing it. You wish you were doing something else. This habit started with trying to avoid something, an emotion we don't want to feel. Maybe for you, it's boredom or sadness or overwhelm or anxiety. We get on our phones and we get this little hit of dopamine and our brain tells us, this feels good. We want more of this. It says, hey, look. I'm solving your problem. I'm keeping you from feeling bored right now. I'm keeping you from feeling lonely. I'm keeping you from feeling stressed or overwhelmed. It's kind of like when a kid, if a kid was to say to their mom, hey, look, mom, I'm helping you clean the house. And you look over and you see that your kid has sprayed Windex all over the walls, couches, the TV, and has unrolled a ton of paper towels all over the floor. So while maybe you did enjoy 
some moments of peace and quiet in your bedroom before you knew what was going on, you now have a bigger mess to clean up and deal with. So while we want to believe that the phone is the problem, that the games on our phone, that the social media apps on there, that they're the problem, they are not the problem. Our phones aren't bad. Social media is not the problem. The problem is we aren't feeling our feelings. We are trying to escape them because feeling bored or anxious or sad, fill in the blank, is uncomfortable to us. Then our brain tells us that what we are seeking will be found there scrolling through our phones. Maybe you're seeking the feeling of relief or you want to feel entertained. Connection is a big one people are seeking. Or the feeling of success or feeling important. Maybe it's happiness. So what I want you to do right now is to take a moment. You can push pause after I ask this question. Sometimes I listen to podcast episodes and I'm like, hold, hold, hold on. I got to push pause. I really need to think about this one for a second. I want you to ask yourself, why do you get on your phone? Why do I get on my phone however many times I do or for however long I'm on there? Why? Why do I do it? This is just you and me, sis. So really think about this for a minute. No one's around, not your spouse who's always saying you're always on your phone or your mom or your friends who are like, please put your phone down. We're trying to spend time together. This is just you and me. So really think about it for a second. How would you answer that question? Is it because you like to see what everyone is up to? Is it because you want to see if anyone commented on your post or liked it? Is it because you want to watch funny videos? What is it for you? And only you will know. Now, I want you to answer this. How do you feel when you get on your phone and you see those things? Whether you answered it with likes or comments or funny videos or maybe you like watching baking tutorials or, or seeing what the people you love are up to. How do you feel when you see those things? Do you feel happy? Do you feel excited or entertained or confident? Happy? Relief? Connected? What is it that you're feeling? Now, however you answer that question That is why you feel pulled to your phone. You want that feeling. And that's the only reason. And your brain believes that's where those feelings are found. They're found on the phone. They're found in the video we watch. They're found in the comment that someone leaves us. They're found in in seeing what our family members around the world are doing today. But we know the truth. Our feelings are a direct result of our thoughts, not because of the things we're doing or seeing. We're just seeking a feeling. Now, let me ask you this. That feeling you are seeking, do you feel it in the other areas of your life? Do you feel it when you're putting your kids to bed or when you're getting ready for church on Sunday morning? Or do you feel it when you're driving to work? Do you feel it when you're sitting on the couch with your spouse or your friends or your family? Do you feel it when you are about to start a project or in the middle of working on something? Do you feel it when you're alone? What you're really wanting is to feel that emotion or to feel the hopes of feeling that emotion. And so when you get on your phone 
and you see what other people are doing and what they're up to or you know you see something someone writes up on your post or you watch a video of an adorable baby laughing hysterically you you get that little hit that little feeling of whatever it is you're seeking but what if you could feel unbelievably connected, important, entertained, valued, happy, whatever it is that you're seeking, what if you could feel that in every other area of your life? I'm talking at dinner time, at bedtime, at work. It's just this hit of connection, this little hit of feeling important or entertained or happy or or valued. Would you ever want to go to your phone if you felt those overwhelming feelings that you're seeking? No. When I started my business, I noticed the pull to to get on my phone getting a little stronger. And I, I got to this place where I was like, darn it, I don't like this. And I came to realize that what I was seeking was the feeling of success. So if someone reached out to me for help, if they told me how my latest post had helped them and it was exactly what they needed to hear... I allowed myself to have thoughts that created the feeling of success, which isn't wrong and feels great. But I started reaching for my phone more and more because my brain believed that that's where the feeling of success was found. But I was able to pause and remind myself that that wasn't true. And so I started to ask myself, how can I create that feeling of success right here and now? Wherever I'm at, whether whether it's making school lunches or putting the kids to bed or grocery shopping or working on my business or going on a date with my husband or even while my son is brushing his teeth, I can tell myself I'm being so successful as I'm sitting here right by him as he brushes his teeth and as I help him. Because kids won't validate you. I knew I needed to become my own validator and to remind myself that I'm creating success my own success, and enjoying it. Think about what a success that is. (laughs) To be present with your son while he's brushing his teeth, because that's boring. (laughs) And if we can do that, that's something to be proud of. (laughs) So I started to focus on creating success in all areas of my life. Whatever feeling you are seeking, focus on creating that in all areas of your life, and it will start to loosen in the back of your mind that that emotion can only be found in certain areas, such as on the apps of your phone, okay? All right, so we're going to slightly switch gears here. We've talked about the reason why you feel the pull to get on your phone, but I think it's also important to take a moment to acknowledge what's not true about your phone use, which is the thought that you're addicted to it or that you don't have any self-control or discipline when it comes to your phone use. The phone has no power over you. No power over you at all. When you make getting on your phone mean that you aren't a committed person, or that you have an addiction, or you can't escape, I cannot escape this bad habit, thoughts like that is making it worse. You are making your phone habits mean something about you, mean something about your ability to make your own choices and your level of commitment. Thoughts like, I'm tied to my phone or I have an addiction to my phone is what keeps you picking up your phone and scrolling. 
And you can totally continue to think that way if you want. But just notice what happens when you think thoughts like I'm tied to my phone. When I did this work for myself, on myself, I found that when I would think the thought I'm tied to my phone, I felt hopeless or sometimes frustrated or even disgusted. And those feelings would rise in me. They would just consume, which then made me want to go get my phone, to get that hit, to get away from those emotions, which then gave more evidence to my brain, once again, that I was indeed tied to my phone. The thought I'm tied to my phone is what kept me prisoner. But I wasn't really tied to my phone, right? Not tied to my phone. And you're not tied to your phone. You've just created a habit. You've given into impulses often enough that it feels very normal to you to go to your phone. But that's it. That's all. I want you to think of something you've committed to before. For starters, you're committed to thinking the thought, I'm addicted to my phone. But where else have you been committed in your life? Are you committed to going to the bathroom when you need to go? Are you committed to not beating your child? Are you committed to getting your kids off to school? Are you committed to going to work? Are you committed to hugging your child every day? Find an area in your life where you're committed. Now, some of those examples you might be thinking, yeah, hold on, Katie, but those things aren't hard. How about being committed to not drinking coffee or alcohol? Is that hard? Some might think so. I have many friends who are like, girl, I don't know how you have four kids and do all of that without coffee. Or people that are like, you don't drink? Like, ever? And you're telling me that you still have fun. (laughs) They probably don't even think that's a possibility. But for me, it's so easy. It's not hard at all. My coach told me about this book called The Success, the Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And in one of the chapters, he talks about how it's so much harder to commit 99% than 100%. So let's assume my girlfriends call me up and say, hey, let's go to dinner and a movie tonight. And I'm 99% in. My brain is going to spend so much time and energy on that 1% of indecision. And it's exhausting because I'm being so indecisive about it. But if I say, I'm going, I'm 100% in, there's no debate going on in my head. And I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to have for dinner for the kids. And I'm going to get a babysitter to come over. And she's going to be here until David gets home from work. I'm spending all of that energy on making it happen rather than debating whether I'm going to make it happen or not. You make a 100% commitment to yourself and then it becomes easy because there's no debate. Again, back to alcohol for me. Do you know how long I spend on debating whether or not I'm going to drink? Zero amount of time. Because I've already made the decision, so now I just spend my time and energy on finding out what I'm going to have instead or what I'm going to do instead. It's the same thing with your phone. So when you're putting your kids to bed, should I check it or not? Because I'm I'm 99% committed. I don't know. Am I going to check it or not? Or, you know, you're spending all of that time and energy on that 1% and proving to yourself again that, see, I, I don't trust myself. I don't follow through on commitments. Doing things 100% is so much easier and so much less work. What if it's not true 
that you're not good at keeping commitments to yourself? What if you believed you are 100% capable for setting limits for yourself on your phone and you can stay committed to it? Thoughts like, this is too hard, I can't do it, those thoughts keep you captured and stuck. What else can you believe? Maybe it's, I'm working to check my phone less often. Or, I'm seeking certain feelings by looking at my phone, and those feelings can be found right here. Find thoughts that resonate with you. By redirecting your brain to something else it can believe, will make all the difference and give you the results you want in your life. So wait, am I never to get on my phone again? Because I don't want that to be the case. No, it doesn't have to be. But reminding yourself when you're on your phone that success, happiness, value, whatever feeling you are seeking can be found in all areas of your life, reminding yourself of that, will have you using your phone with purpose. You won't be on there aimlessly scrolling or posting or seeking for that feeling. You'll be more deliberate about your phone use. So should I set limits for when I should use my phone or not? Yes, I think so. I think setting up a phone protocol is a great idea. But I would not overthink it. Don't do that. This is when I'm on my phone. This is when I'm not on my phone. And I'm not going to lie, there will be times when you will feel a strong urge to go get on your phone. And it won't be a comfortable feeling. But allow it to be there. You'll feel it rise, but instead of giving into it or resisting it, just allow it to be there and remind yourself, I'm wanting to get on my phone right now because I'm wanting to feel fill in the blank. And how can I create that feeling right now, right here in this moment? And there might be times when you go, whoa, what just happened? All of a sudden, I'm realizing that my phone is in my hand and I've been scrolling on Instagram for the last, I don't know how long. Has that ever happened to you when you're like, okay, I'm not going to get on? Or like you get on your phone to go call someone, but you all of a sudden find yourself scrolling. You're like, whoa, I didn't even know that I was coming right here. Well, when those moments happened, remind yourself in that moment too. I'm doing this because I'm just seeking a feeling. The more you pause and become aware and redirect your brain, the easier this will become. Another great tip is to set an alarm on your phone a few times a day with a reminder that says, how can I create whatever emotion you're seeking here in this moment? Remember, you're not really tied to your phone. You've just created a habit. Like I said, you've given into impulses often enough that it feels very normal to you to go over to your phone and pick it up. That's it. That's all of it. Attaching meaning to that about yourself isn't helpful. You are totally capable. You got this. So go get them, girl. All right, y'all. That's all I've got for you this week. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, if you want to take what you've heard here on the podcast and have help applying it to your life, email me at katie at clarity with katie.com to sign up for a free consult call and we'll get started.